You're... Hey, everyone. Yeah, we're back. Finally. After a hiatus. <laughs> it's been a really long time. Too but, long? But I'm glad... Of course. You freaking cat. <laughs> but I'm glad that we're, we're doing it. We need things to get a little bit back to normal. <laughs> Binks wants to say hi to everyone. <laughs> So yeah, Blended Chaos mm-hmm. Podcast, mm-hmm. back again. Back at it again. I was going to say it. Did you see my lips, pucker? Mm-hmm. Back at it again. With the Blended Chaos. Again. Again. So, um, just a little bit of background. Yes, there, there's been a lot going on. Um. First off, you know, things got a little bit busy with, you know, holidays coming around and going here and there and going to work and not going to work. Breaking my toe. (laughs) Junior broke his toe. Um, So, yeah. So that's why we haven't been on for a while. But also, um, and you know, that's kind of like the gateway of what we'll talk a a little bit about today is... um, I just, I haven't felt up to it. Like I haven't felt good and I've been struggling a lot with, you know, my mental health and just kind of, you know, when you get in those like depressive states, it's like you you really don't want to do anything, anything that like motivates you or just anything in general. So every time Junior asks me, oh, are we doing the podcast today? I literally would be like, I'm not. I'm just not up to it. So it's been tough. And I know she almost got kicked off the podcast. I was about to get a new partner. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, Junior's in the works of starting a podcast with his best friend. Travis. Whenever that happens. Yeah. I mean, I think you guys should really get to it. You know what I mean? Especially if I ever... That was another thing. Travis is like, what are you so stressed out about? You know? And it was nice. It, it, it was nice because he was kind of like one of the few people that I like kind of like opened up to about it. You know, if people ask me like, hey, you know, you're a little bit different or whatever the case may be, my like quick and easy answer was, yeah, I've just been struggling a lot with anxiety and depression. You know, like just keep it like straightforward. I don't really get too deep into it with anybody. Um, and even and even still, you know, you're you and Michael are probably the only two people that I really get more in depth about how I'm feeling and, you know. More in Johnny Depp? <laughs> what happened about that? What did you just say? You said more in depth. Oh, yeah. More in Johnny Depp. I get it. Ha, 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 ha. That was a good one, actually. Clever. I didn't hear you right away, so that's why. It wasn't that I didn't understand, mm. but I didn't hear you right away. I was like, wait, What? I was just making fun of you because there's a TH at the end of that word. What That's did, why I said Johnny Depp. Uh, <laughs> there's a TH at the end of that word. What did I say? What was what you was said it? Depp. 
You didn't say depth. Oh, you're always correcting my my grammar. I wouldn't say grammar. I guess yes. Like if I'm writing something, you sometimes correct my grammar, but also you correct me when I speak as well. I don't know if I like it much. Sometimes. Sometimes I'm okay, and then sometimes I be like, "Don't do that." Looking at you for a little bit. Yeah, I know. Because you got an accent. <laughs> I don't have an accent. Major. No. Major. All right, that's the poll question. Does Giovanna have an accent? What do you think? Yes or no? Yeah. Not you, the audience. You psycho. You clearly think I do. I don't. I don't think I do. Mm-hmm. I you mean, don't think you do because it's your voice and it's how you talk. Yeah. I mean, you don't hear it. I mean, one time someone told me I had a Boston mm-hmm. accent, and I'm just like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. I've never heard you with a Boston accent. I have, um, I have my accent. <laughs> naked. Naked. How, how is it? Say naked. Naked. <laughs> naked. Na- naked. I don't know. Naked. Anyways. Naked. So let me get. Naked. Not physically naked, but let me get a what? little. Not physically naked, but you know what I mean? Like, you know, open up a little bit about. Um. We peel the layers off. <laughs> yeah, peel the layers a little off. Where you, you know, um, and you, you an know, ogre? <laughs> I just wanna. Wh- the purpose of this specific podcast is I want to, you know, and we have spoken a little bit about this before. Is you know, us as minorities, you know, Hispanics, Blacks, whatever. We, how you say, we don't. We don't think we get mentally sick. We don't think we get mentally ill. And I'm not saying all of us do. You know, some of us do. I just think that I'm more or less, since I'm a firm believer in God, I'm more or less like, you know, that story with the guy, you know, it's like God, like with God, anything's possible, you know. But the the thing about us is that we try to raw dog mental illness, you know. Well, the thing with more religious people mm-hmm. is that they think that God's going to put a bandaid on everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's that whole saying where God helps those who helps themselves. Mm-hmm. So you can't expect to be better if mm-hmm. with just faith alone. Well, you see, that's the thing, though. Like that guy who 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 was stuck in the ocean and, and he was like, yes. God will save me. And then So he says, has one boat coming to him. So let, let's tell the story, okay? Let's tell the story for what it is. There was a guy who was drowning. He was in the middle of the ocean. And then a boat comes. And they ask him, hey, like, do you need help? We're going to help you. And he says, no, God's going to save me. And so then the boat left. And then another boat came, same thing happened. And then the third boat came, saying same thing happened. And eventually the guy drowned. And when the guy got to heaven, you know, he had all the faith in the world. But when the guy got to heaven, he asked God, like, hey, you know, I have all the faith in the world. I knew you were going to save me, but you didn't save me. What happened? And God was like, bruh, I sent you three boats. You know what I mean? And so, like, I feel the same way when it comes down to mental illness. Yes, you know, God works in mysterious ways, but also God put intelligence into this world for people like doctors and psychologists and you know there's different resources that you can use for mental illness 
Now, talking about resources, I've never been a, been a big fan of therapy, only because I've been I've been dealing with my mental illness since I was a child. You know what I mean? And when it when it became more prominent when I was in high school in my teenage years, I did see a therapist for a little while. And I just feel like I was kind of talking, you know, and and I feel like I wasn't understanding anything or like, you know, like I felt like, oh, okay, well, you're not solving my problems. Not that they're supposed to solve your problems, but I wasn't getting any clarification to what was happening, you know? Um, so then I kind of just was like, I don't really want to talk to anybody. If if somebody can't fix my problem or give me a solution, then there's no point in me telling you about it. And that's part of the reason why I shut down. And, you know, even sometimes you look at me and you're just like, what's wrong? And you know that there's something wrong with me, but I'm like, nothing, nothing. You know, it's because in my brain somewhere, I'm like, you can't do nothing about it, you know? So then I just don't talk about it. What? No, it's just funny because you know how like, <laughs> say about females mm-hmm. and they're like when a guy asks them what's wrong and they're like nothing right mm-hmm. and it's typically like something that the guy did oh um, yeah and they, they want the guy to figure it out and he's just like oblivious it's, oh it's yeah like, i don't even know what the hell i did mm-hmm. oh yeah you forgot to pick up the the chicken from the the store it's like okay i can go back to so no it doesn't even matter right now mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. like all right, just tell me. I can't read minds. Just right, tell me what's right. wrong. Like if I could read minds, everything would be a little bit easier. <laughs> I mean, I'm I feel like here. if you could read minds, I feel I feel like if you could read minds, that I don't know. Like you'd be able to understand me so much more. You know, like I mean, if I had Charles Xavier powers, I'd probably just take all that pain away. Oh, that's that's sweet. But then that's kind of like putting a Band-Aid over it. I know. I'd have or, to... or I could just walk up into your dreams and we could walk through the issues together. I don't know. <laughs> that's sweet. I get it. I get it. Yeah. See, that's the thing, though. I mean, you can do anything in dreams. Mm-hmm. So. The blicky. <laughs> oh, my God. Shoot the demons. Right? I mean, dreams. Let's talk about, like, how. It's... Like. That's one thing when it comes down to my head and how it works is it like, you know, sometimes it feels like I just want to sleep. Remember that time where I was just like, I literally just, I want a moment where I could just sleep because I don't want to feel that pain anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you think about things mm-hmm. before you go to sleep and that's how you end up having And then I end up dreams. having a dream As about it. As opposed to if you just went to sleep not thinking about anything. Mm-hmm. You cleared your mind. Maybe maybe meditation will work for you. That's the thing, though, Clear right? Your mind. So let's talk about meditation. My thing is that my brain never turned off. I'm literally always thinking, you know? So, yeah, I can go to sleep, and sometimes I don't have a bad dream. You know what I mean? But then as soon as I wake up, if it's like a, you know, you wake up just a little bit, like at 2 o'clock in the morning. My brain goes right back on and then it's making me, it's making it harder for me to go back to sleep because whatever. And then I start clenching my jaw, you know, and then I wake up with a headache and 
my heart, you know, still hurts, you know, and yeah, it's just, it is kind of a mess, you know, and my issue is that, okay, so for anybody who doesn't really know, um, I won't get personal in what triggers me, but for anybody who doesn't know, doctors, psychologists are thinking that I am on the OCD spectrum. And when people, I feel like when people think of OCD, they think, oh, okay, cool. She's neurotic about mess. She likes to keep things organized. But I mean, I mean, I am. Yes. I mean, but you know, that's all the physical stuff that I can control. You know what I mean? And that's, that's where it gets tricky because I can keep this, this house in order. You know, I can keep this and that in order and I'll do that. What, what, um, it's the things that I can't control that trigger me. It's the, it's those things. And once I can't control a situation, I'm off the rails. Either I'm super, super anxious or super, super depressed about it. Yeah. You know, and people think, oh, okay. Yeah. So she doesn't like things on or she doesn't, you know, that's all the physical stuff, you know, the, what's more damaging to me is all the stuff that's happening in my brain that I can't control. You know, it's like as simple as, what is it? It's as simple as, you know, um, I, I don't really talk about it much and, you know, but when my cousin passed, um, a couple years ago, the way, the way I answered the phone to my mom. You know, um, it's almost like when I remember answering the phone and something in her voice, in the way she said, Giovanna, where are you? I, it made me like I snapped and I knew like I knew something was wrong. And so then I was just like, what happened? And so ever I mean, since sometimes she does it and it's nothing. I know, but I know I get it. But like sometimes the inflections in her voice mm -hmm. says that there's something wrong, and half mm -hmm. the time it's just nothing. I'm just like, right. what are you doing? Yeah, I know, and she like freaks me the heck out. Yeah, because she'll get on the phone yelling like, "Oh, what's going on? Like, yeah. where are you? Like, something crazy's happening." And it's just like, yeah, oh, you know, I just, I just. Yeah. Whatever, and shoveled my car, and <laughs> I know, or right? Something or the other. Well, that's it. But there was something was super, super different about that time. Like it's almost like I can hear it through the phone. So, till this day, I feel like if I answered the phone differently, if I would have just been like, "Hey, mom," that the outcome of what she was going to tell me next would have been different. And so a lot of people don't understand where that comes from, but that does come from the OCD. You know, it's called corrective behavior. So I do things to control or to try to control an outcome. And that's, you know, like that's the depths of OCD. You know, people, again, people think of OCD like, oh, okay, you know what I'm saying? She cleans all the time. She washes her hands a lot and all this other stuff. But it's like, no. I'm literally doing unrealistic things, you know? Every single time my mother calls me, I'm literally, hi, mommy, you know? Because I'm trying to control an outcome that I'm not going to be in control over, no matter what. And, and that sucks. 
Can't control everything. No, you can't. But can you this imagine? Is a click. <laughs> but can you imagine feeling like you're not in control and that's all you urge for? Because you aren't. If you have mm-hmm. faith in God, you mm-hmm. know that you're not in control. Yes, you have free will. You're in control mm-hmm. of your destiny in a sense. Mm-hmm. But in the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. you're not really in control. Yeah. And I feel like the OC. Okay, so I do have good days. You know, I I have good days. The thing is, is that I'm easily triggered. You know, especially with what's been going on around the world nowadays. The situation with my dad. You know, and it can be as simple as, you know, I don't know, the car getting a flat tire, you know, like just even the littlest thing can be super stressful and can be super triggering. And Bro, you ain't been stressed out about the brake lights all week. So I don't know. that's because I've ha- I've had like my dad situation, like you it. know what I mean? In other situations that's been occupying my mind. You know, and it just, it's a sucky feeling, you know? Um, I actually told Junior the other day that I didn't feel like I was a happy person. And I was, I was explaining to you how the normal person, you know, and I don't want to put a label on it, like not normal, whatever, because everyone's different, you know, but your typical person is just, just lives life. And there are, there are situations and experiences in their lives that make them sad or, you know, make them stressed or whatever the case may be. Whereas I'm opposite. I am stressed. I am anxious. I am sad all the time. And I have experiences that make me happy. Little moments that make me happy that, you know, little moments where I'm not feeling that mini heart attack when you skip a step, you know? And I was, you know, I was trying to explain it to you the other day. Like me, my anxiety feels like when you skip that step and you have your mini heart attack for like one moment, it feels that way for me all day long. Bro, I had had that happen. I'm just saying, just just to mm-hmm. divert for a second. Mm-hmm. Yesterday when I was at work, mm-hmm. I was coming down the steps. My foot slid a little bit. Yeah. I felt like I was about to die, but I caught myself. Oh, my God. So then when I got to, my heart was in my throat. I could feel it beating in my throat because I thought I was going to fall and break something else. Right. So I was just like, like, relax, you're okay. It's just one moment, though. So what I tell you every single time is try having your heart in your throat. All day long. I'll leave that joke for another time. (laughs) (laughs) This is serious, though. I know. If I like, I literally feel like I can't breathe. I understand. You know, so it's like, what helps? You know, and you told me the other day you were just like, "Well, you haven't had your medicine for a while." Okay, cool. So I didn't have my medicine for a while. And that's another thing that sucks. That the only thing that can make me feel better is medication. Yeah, well, my Uncle Michael Mm -hmm. has dealt with mental health issues Mm -hmm. since he was younger. Mm -hmm. And you could tell when he wasn't really on his medicine or anything. 
you know, he'd be sitting in the corner talking to himself or having like little scenarios and fights and, and whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, when he was taking his medicine, he was good. Yeah. And like, there's plenty of like, I've heard stories about like all this stuff that he did, like mm-hmm. when he wasn't on his meds or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just, you know, when you take your medicine, you you'd be good. I know it's not, it's not the ideal thing, but like you just have a chemical imbalance in your brain mm-hmm. that you this this thing is in there to to balance it out to level you level it out right and right. it sucks yes that you have to take medicine but people take medicine for a number of things people take medicine because their heart is not functioning right or mm-hmm. people take medicine to lower their blood pressure or they take medicine to help with this that and third you know you take medicine for diabetes like you take all these things mm-hmm. so that your body, even if it has an imbalance and or, or in a regulation, it helps to balance it out. So you just because you don't have all the leveled brain functions or whatever mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you're like something's wrong. Like you, you're like flawed. Everyone's flawed in their own way. It's just everyone and in, in the world has a chemical imbalance of some sort with something in their body. You know what? I want to thank you so much right now for telling me that because it's not like I didn't know that, but sometimes I need somebody to check me real quick because I've always had that. I've always had that mentality. Well, Giovanna, someone always has it worse than you, you know, and lately I haven't thought about that, but you're right. Even with my dad's situation, my dad's diabetic. He takes insulin all the time. I do not like needles. Can you imagine having to always, you know, like... My my mother's diabetic. She has to take insulin. Right. That's what I mean. They're diabetic. And I'm sitting here and, and, you know, like, I don't want to discredit myself. Everybody's struggle is different, you know? So I'm not, I'm not trying to discredit myself, but I'm sitting here and I'm like, I take, you know what I'm saying? 50 milligrams of antidepressants a day. I could do that if my dad can sit here and take insulin every single day. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's people out there who are just taking antidepressants just for fun. <laughs> I mean, they're just imbalanced in general, but like, yeah. I don't know. I've I've never been that type mm-hmm. of person to be like, well, drug wise, like, no. Nah. So the thing is, is that that's, I, I like that you brought that up because thinking about that, you know, there are people who, um, there are people who who are depressed or going through something mentally. And you have people who, you know, smoke weed to, you know, help them and that works for them. And, or people, you know, start going to other types of self-medication, you know? I don't know. People, some people work out, some people do this, some right. people do that. Right. Some people run, some people, I don't know, meditate. Yeah. Well, you see, so t- going back to the drugs and the alcohol abuse situation. got to find out. The thing is that I would never, I could never, I don't like, you know, not being in control. So maybe this is the OCD or whatever the case may be, but it's like, I cannot lose control of my body. So I'm not, I'm not the kind of person who's like, I am so depressed. I got to get drunk to numb the pain Music (laughs) because I, I can't, I can't do that. I'm too much of a control freak to lose control of my body. And I already feel like I don't have control of my brain. So 
I'm not going to say I can't smoke weed because everybody knows it makes me paranoid and I'm going to lose control again, you know? So about to drive down the street. that's why, <laughs> you know, I want to say, and, 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 you know, the people who are close to me know that I've, um, here we go. Peeling away. I used to cut when I was a little bit younger. Um, and what, what I wanted to explain was that it, it's not about me wanting to hurt myself. It's about trying to control that pain. So it's like, if I'm cutting, I'm controlling my pain. That pain, now the pain that I feel in my heart, I don't feel because I'm focusing on the pain that I'm causing. Or even with, you know, I've been dieting, you know, so I'm, I'm looking at a more, how you say, healthier way to deal with my anxiety and my pain. So yeah, I've, you've been OCD about that. I've been really OCD and, and, and I've been going, you know, and it's the it's only- too many thing. calories. <laughs> There's a lot of things that I, you know, that I don't have control over. And sometimes that's the only thing that I feel I do have control over, you know? So I just, you know, want to open up a little bit and I just wanted to give, um, you know, a little bit of background of, you know, what my struggle looks like and just i hope that there's other people out there who you know will eventually you know there's i've had three friends commit suicide and i would hate for to see any other friends do anything of the sort and if there's any way that people are feeling we don't need to raw dog mental illness we don't there's a lot of resources and I hope that by me opening up with my mental illness that there's other people who won't be afraid to kind of open up about it because when you open up about it, you know, you have people around you who would check you just like Junior just checked me a little bit on something, you know? I mean, the way I cope with things, I don't really have like, I don't think I have like a mental illness or anything mm -hmm. but like then again thinking that i don't i yeah. don't know who yeah. knows whatever but, but i mean the way i cope with things that are bothering me i just i'll go in a room play a video game for a couple hours and i'm good yeah that's or, what makes me envious of you sometimes or like i don't know right now i'm looking for a new car so like that look doing that like preoccupies your mind yeah yeah i have things to preoccupy me so that i'm not whatever yeah I, I commend you for that because, again, I don't wish this feeling on anybody. And I know that other people's mental illness is at a, like, grander, grander, more grand level than mine is. So to you guys, whoever is out there, I love you guys. <laughs> and I'm not drunk. <laughs> so much. You know, but there's somebody out there who loves you, you know, like... Let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. If you need help, go get the help. Yep. Don't be afraid to go get the help that you need just because you think there's a stigma around it. Or you feel like you, you might you might think that you're crazy just because you're doing this on a third. You're not yeah. crazy. If that's the case, people would think that their body's just crazy because right. of some imperfect thing in their body. Yeah. And I've been trying to love myself a lot more. And some of the best people are the crazy ones. Yeah. So. I mean, just like, think about it this mm -hmm. way. 
you're not always having the worst day. There are people out there who are having worse days than you are. This there too are kids shall out pass. there who are born with cancer or AIDS or whatever, and they're struggling every day. Yeah. But everybody's struggle is different and everybody's struggle is unique and nobody's struggle is less or more important. This is true. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. So. Like, don't, don't let your struggle outweigh the things that you can do. I mean, I've been lucky because I've had people to love me enough for, you know, to love me enough for me, you know? And I mean, there are people out there who's not that lucky, but. True. This is true. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just got to find the right people yeah. to be around. They mm-hmm. don't, you don't need to have yes men or yes women around you or right. people who are just like, eh, whatever. Like, doesn't, like, you need to have the right people around you with the right set of mind or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mature people, not immature people who just right. want to do things like party all if the time you or need whatever. To, if you need to let go of some people in your life, family or not, and get with the right people, do what you got to do. I mean, yeah, and there's apps and stuff like that, I guess. You can mm-hmm. you can think we're not, we're not, we don't have an ad or anything. So <laughs> I'm not going to say anything about yeah. these, but you can look it up. Just Google. Yeah. Do your Googles, people. Do your Googles. <laughs> Stay safe, everyone. And and it's all love out here. <laughs> it's all love out here. It's all love. It's 70s. Make love, not war. <laughs> and what about WandaVision? I'll talk about that next week or something. Or, <laughs> all right. Let's or see. the next podcast. I don't know. Maybe right. we'll drop two this week just, just for the heck of it. Right. I mean, we got a lot to talk about. Talk about. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on. Well, thank you for getting me back up on this because I needed it. I'm feeling myself. Like myself Uh, again. uh, That's good. All right. So we out. Bye. Bye.